Passing kick 2007 third place medalist and Jack Selby the uncrowned dancing queen we are here uh, David coming from the nation's capital indeed and, and uh, me coming from the capital of the mid-ohio valley Parkersburg West Virginia um, one one in the same the often been compared and uh, we are here on a very special occasion David the two-year anniversary of the underemployed podcast I think this is the wood anniversary oh they, they already have one for two you're years supposed, there's 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 gifts you're supposed to give on specific anniversaries mm-hmm. well the silver anniversary is 25 the gold is 50 um what is the fifth anniversary look the point is we've only been on the air two years but you people should gift us something damn right so uh cotton <laughs> cotton Cotton or China? Okay, yeah. Uh, I'll take China. I mean, I'm a single guy, so I like having as much dishes as I can before I need to wash them, I suppose. So, send us some fine China. Not even fine China, like some medium China. I'm just going to pawn it. Also not a bad idea. Um, so just give me money. So, before we get into the recap of the episodes, we have the first episode we ever talked about, the first topic, excuse me, we ever talked about on the show was the Super Bowl halftime show, which in 2018 was Justin Timberlake. And last year was Maroon 5, Travis Scott, and Big Bois. And, Big uh, Bois. Big Bois. Big Bois. And this year was Shakira and J-Lo. So, keeping up with our tradition of talking about the Super Bowl halftime show, David, what was your opinion? Um... J-Lo genuinely does not have a depth of catalog to be worthy of a Super Bowl show. That is legitimately my only, that's yeah. my only beef. Like, it's, it's... It was a good show. The Super Bowl is a male-dominated event. Give them what they want. Yes, I, I was, in, now granted, I was in a room full of males at the time. I didn't hear, we, we all thought it was a really well-done show. That was energetic. It was fiery. It was. It, it managed to be political, and people people confuse the Puerto Rican flag with the Cuban flag. I I, I know the Puerto Rican flag, but I know the Cuban flag has similar colors, it's like a darker red. But I know that if you put them, I can. Uh, it, I can. Uh, I, I can see why people might get it confused. But yeah. Jalo's Puerto Rican. Yeah, that's true. People should know it's that. The Puerto Rican woman from the Bronx. Yeah. Remember, don't be fooled by the rocks that she's got. She's still. She's indeed still Jenny from the block. That's right. Shout out to uh, the locks. And her love. And her love does not cost a thing. That's right. (laughs) Not going to lie, that's one of my. That's a very guilty pleasure song, is Love Don't Cost a Thing. Um, She is, like, catalog wise, she's a little thin. I agree. Production value? She's still still a great dancer for 50. Yeah. She's a great everything for 50. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yes, uh, I, I salute Shakira and J Lo for putting on a great halftime show. Uh, I will say this much: it's yeah. it's rare that Shakira, it's rare that Shakira's actually I shouldn't say rare. I would argue that Shakira is the second most famous person in her personal relationship, but 
That's that's true. She's dating uh, the soccer player whose name escapes me. She's married to Gerard Piquet. That's right. Uh, not Gerard Depardieu. So like, no, not Gerard Gallant. Not uh, P.K. Subban, who has, I guess, almost a similar last name. We got any more? P.K. Subban? Not so much. What? A, um, so, but yeah, and well, J.Lo, you could kind of, ah, uh, J.Lo's more famous than A-Rod, but A-Rod's like not, it, it's a debate. A-Rod's famous. A-Rod's famous, A-Rod's famous in America. J.Lo's famous worldwide. That's very true. Worldwide! Gerard Piquet is more famous in more countries than Shakira simply because more people watch soccer than listen to her music. That's true. But I think in the Americas, I would argue that it's probably Shakira, at least at least here. Yeah, sure. Um, also, I, I uh, the way that they edited the World Cup song, Waka Waka, was awkward. I'll say I'll say this much to like to know what to know what that song is and just know like oh they just cut the the reference to Africa that is the like gist of the song it's like it, it was the South African World Cup yep. theme for twenty song. for twenty fourteen yeah I guess they wanted to make it more um, not specific to that World Cup that would be my guess but it's mm. yeah you see I would agree like let the song live people can put two and two together Shakira's Shakira's footwork was was really impressive to watch. That's also, yeah, Shakira's dance move. I, I don't know how both of those, like, have missed, don't, didn't miss a step. I don't know. The, the show business can amaze me with stuff like that. They're both just such professional performers. Agreed. Uh, all right. So that is our opinion. Opinion overall, the halftime show, thumbs up. It was good. Yeah. Now, uh, for those of you who did not listen to last year's show, once again, how dare you? How dare you? But if you did, you know that it was also a very, 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 very long episode. And uh, how dare we? <laughs> that's, you know, shame goes both ways in this case. So um, me doing the editing, I made a very conscious decision to not make this show nearly as long. Um, so we're what we're going to. Bless what, you, my child. Thank you, David. Uh, yes, this is also benefits us as much as it benefits the listener. So we do have all the episodes, beginning with episode 22, Occulty Tinfoil. Um, I have some, this is an off-air conversation, I have some beef with this episode, but you know what, that's that's besides the point. Um, that It's called Occulty Tinfoil. Is, is it because we talk so much about occult and conspiracy bullshit? No, it's not that. It was... Something that didn't make it into the show. I'll say it that much. We had to start the show. Oh, yes. <laughs> I had beef. Oh, yes. I had some beef. Very famous French actor. A lot of people, uh, we talk an awful lot on the show, obviously, about uh, the wonderful, lovely Bethany Alley, who uh, is David's uh, wonderful girlfriend. Correct. And these, these are all very true things that Jack has said. And um, I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, hey, how come Bethany does not appear on Underemployed? Uh and I think this, we have a short clip from a culty tinfoil that kind of surmises why Bethany would never appear on Underemployed. My favorite example of that is, I think this is when I was picking you and Bethany up from Run the Jewels. Mm-hmm. And I remember mm-hmm. in the car, somehow weddings got brought up. We talk mm-hmm. about weddings a lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, I said, David, of course we know the best wedding song of all time is. And I paused and you said... International Players Anthem. Yes. And I remember Bethany saying, oh, I hate that. And I said, what, the song? And she goes, no, I hate the fact that you knew that. <laughs> And I said, that's David and me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, you kind of understand that uh, Bethany... Okay, but David, you've seen Talladega Nights, right? Yes. 
So many times. You, you know how uh, Ricky Bobby continuously will leave tickets for his dad even for every race, even though he knows he does, he's not going to show up? Yeah. That's what it is with Bethany. She has an open invite in the show that I know she will never, ever take. <laughs> I think Bethany... Yeah, I, I, I think that's... I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not going to say she would never, ever take the invite. I'm just, just not interested. Yeah, and uh, I think... She might change them. Yeah, I think that we've actually talked about a circumstance uh, where we bring some people back to the show where she would appear. Um, so maybe keep an eye on that in the future. Yes. Who knows? Uh, which would be fun for everybody. So episode 23, March Madness Mo- Mascot Melee number two. We, uh, David, I'll speak for myself. Uh, this is my favorite episode that we do every single year. Oh, I tr- tremendously enjoy the mascot battle. It's, it's, it's coming up, baby. It is. I got. Ex- I already fact, got ex- our next episode. It, it, it's, it probably will be uh, since we're now doing these at a slower pace. I think actually, yeah. And then, um, yeah. Holy crap! It's only about I don't know five or six weeks away. So start counting down. Start counting down the calendars, folks. Um, the, also, again, as I, I think I said this during the show, the amount of research we actually put into that show is startling. That we really study these mascots. We go through every team. We make sure we know their mascots. We really think about who would win. We do more research for that ba- for that battle bracket. Have there been have there been many instances where we've had to look up who the mascots are, like what the mascots even are? Like, don't we normally between the two of us know who all of them are? Um, I'd say we know about between us eighty five percent of them, but we have to look up like the the gargoyle last year. Um, That's true. Um, although that was, I think we talked about it in the show, but that isn't their actual mascot. It's like, uh, you know, it's something like that. But uh, anyway, was that William Mary? No, it was the. It was a team named the Braves, and they didn't. Oh, that's right. And they didn't have a Native American mascot. They had a gargoyle as a mascot. So we said, "Screw it, we're just going with the gargoyle. We're making an executive decision." Gargoyles just that much cooler. Yeah, gargoyles are awesome. Um, and in fact, went very far in the tournament. Anyway, the clip that we're about to play is us picking our final game and debating back and forth. Who would win the mascot battle bracket? The final matchup in this bracket, the Montana Grizzlies and the Iowa State Cyclones. Cyclones are powerful, but Grizzlies have a huge weight advantage. They weigh about a couple tons. This is true. I don't know that a Cyclone can beat it, but... I don't know that a Grizzly can just can hibernate and just wait that fucker out. It can. It's in a cave, but against a Cyclone... Which way are you leaning, David? As I sit here contemplating and stroking my beard. So there's there's several ways to think about this. I don't know. What kind of cyclone is it? What's the capacity? What's the strength of it? Now we can assume if it's... How big is this grizzly? Now in Iowa, they don't have large bodies of water necessarily. Which is very true. But they they are prone to storms. They are prone to the cyclonic activity. Mm Mm-hmm. That's why... And bears... There are plenty of bears in uh, Iowa. Yes. So and Wyoming, in that sort of part of the country. Right. I think when it comes down to it, Cyclone can drown them out. I think the Cyclone wins this. Cyclone in a bit of an upset, but your winner of the 2019 Underemployed Mascot Battle Bracket is the Iowa State Cyclones. We've done good work. Woo! I'm proud of us, David. I'm proud of us, too, Jack. I stand by that. You know, it was a good call. Here's the problem. The only issue. Second year in a row, 
our uh, our bracket was busted by the end of the first week, by the end of the first game. <laughs> first year, it was uh, Miami Hurricanes versus Arizona State Sun Devils. Arizona State lost the playing game, and Miami lost to Loyola Chicago in a buzzer beater. And then last year, uh, Montana. Loyola Chicago, however, gave us our woman of the year. That's true. And woman of the decade, so we can't really complain. And, you know, the other problem was... Uh, it I refuse to acknowledge she got one of the decade. Well, fine. Uh, I uh, well, Sister Jean is a lovely woman. But besides that point, um, yeah, no, it didn't. Uh, it hasn't fared well for us. But again, that's the point of the mascot battle. Yeah, looking forward to it again this year. It's our best show that we do. All what? Right. One of these years, it's gonna work. One of these years, we're gonna pick one that goes to like the final four, and that's where it's gonna like go. The George Mason Patriot, like the George Mason Patriot, or the VCU Rams. That's that's and that's when we go viral. That's when we finally break through, on, break on through to the other side in terms of listenership. Is when we finally pick. We're going through to the, the other side. side. All right, episode twenty-four, Cowboy Jack's Old Town Road. <laughs> that was when Old Town Road was just taking the country by storm. I mean, it took the country by storm for months, but. That was when it was really peaking. Of course, they did a Super Bowl ad with it, with with Lil Nas X and Sam Elliott doing a dance off. It was fantastic. It was a great ad. There were some really good ads this year. Yeah, I the the one I like good Super Bowl. Like just overall, this yeah, was a very game. Good Super Bowl. Game was really fun. Ads were fun. Atmosphere was fun. Yeah, it was really exciting. Um, the one I'll say this very quickly. The one ad I liked that was a pre prelude or prelude depending on how you say it to um uh the one they ran during the super bowl was when mr peanut uh tragically perished <laughs> in a car crash you liked that shit? i thought it was oh, hilarious boy. we ran it on the news <laughs> we actually ran it on our show I'm not kidding. Oh, God. We put it in the show. The perpetually smiling legume sacrificed himself by dropping from a tree that could not support all their weight after crashing the nutmobile they were riding in. God bless Brittany for reading that. So anyway, episode 24. Oh, God. Cowboy Jack's Old Town Road. Uh, Such stories as me taking the Metro for the first time in three years. (laughs) David, do you remember my rationale for taking the Metro for the first time in three years? Uh... No, I don't, actually. WrestleMania was that night, and I w- had to leave work around when it was starting. So I wanted to take, be able to take an Uber home because I didn't want to be driving and watching it. That's right. You, reluctant, uh, you, reluctantly, you reluctantly accepted my rationale. I stand by it. Watch it on tape delay. It's not like... No, but it's, it's different. It's not like you're on Twitter for Twitter to ruin it for you. I know, but the point was that I wanted to experience it live. Um... And that was, uh, so the other big moment, this was a, a historic moment for the show. We had heard a little bit of Cowboy Jack when we were talking about the, I think, New Mexico State Aggies in the battle bracket. He came out a little bit. He came out of his hole a little bit. But this was the first Focus proper. Up, like, a, like a prairie dog. Right. But this was the first proper introduction of Cowboy Jack. You know who also really loves Old Town Road? Oh, God. Yeah. That's right, partner. It's Cowboy Jack in the flesh. Jack Jack was hiding the hat. Oh, that's right. How did I not see this coming? Oh, that's right, partner. We're going down the Old Town Road. God damn it. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is over. I have to take Jack out back and beat him. Go home and listen to Old Town Road like your boy Cowboy Jack does. Go down those winding country roads of West Virginia or Arkansas or wherever shithole country, part of the country you're from, and go down and listen to some Old Town Road and a little Nas X. Ugh. 
That yeehaw shit. That yeehaw, that, that yeehaw trap shit. Uh. Like but not, yeah. but not accidental racist. I'd be, no, that's a little too far in Cowboy, Cowboy Jack's not going that far. That seemed like a career killer for Cowboy Jack. <laughs> Cowboy really? Jack's already on thin really? ice with everyone he's ever met. Really? That wasn't a career killer for not, uh, for, uh, uh, for Nelly LL, and, for, uh, no, LL, it was LL? LL. Oh, God. Hey, listen, I respect LL Cool J. NCI has a great show and he's got one of the best, one of the best battle raps of all, one of the best battle rappers of all time. Oh, yeah. Go listen, listen to his cannabis. I mean, Cow, you, can, Cowboy Jack's surprisingly up in his hip hop disc game. Go listen to a uh, second round. His response to the second round TKO on cannabis. It's, it's it's amazing. Legendary. Oh, legendary. It's almost as amazing as Cowboy Jack in the flesh. And we want to thank you all for listening to episode 24 of Underemployed. I don't condone or encourage any of this behavior. Yeehaw, partner! I'm going to run that hat over and then throw it in a river. I have a, I have a spare hood in the basement. You shouldn't have told me that because now I'm going to go find <laughs> that one too. All right, peace out, partners. Howdy there, David and Regular Jack. It's Cowboy Jack. I just wanted to say thank you for all the kind words you've had about me over the last few years, especially you, David. I know that I mean the world to you, and quite frankly, your support has meant the world to me and all of us cowboy folk. Uh, you know, I just wanted to say thank you, too, for having me on the show and exposing people to the world and the life of the cowboy. A lot of people may have misunderstandings and misgivings about what being a cowboy is all about, and my goal in life has been simply to educate people and uh, to educate the kids out there especially about what it means to be a cowboy uh and i hope that there be many cowboy jacks in the future and many 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 more cowboy jack moments on underemployed congrats on making it two years everybody <laughs> i'm sorry there's there's nothing that gives me more joy than being cowboy jack god damn it Oh, shoot. That made me laugh really hard. I'm sorry. I, the amazing part about that congratulatory message was he didn't say the word partner any time during that. I realized that. Uh, that's pretty impressive for Cowboy Jack. David, not impressed either way. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, episode 25, Pop Punk and Pop and Brews. We got a uh, good old platonic friend, Julie Sawitzki, on the show. Old PFJ, as we like to say. PFJ. Uh, PFJ. And uh, so her first appearance was when she did the first Undies intro, but this was also her general introduction. And uh, if you know Julie Sawitzki as well as I do, and few people know her better than I do, she is um, an interesting... She, she can get a little nervous, and you can hear that during the show. Uh, nervous laughter abound, but Julie is also really funny. She's smart, fun to talk to, and I enjoy talking to her. David and I kind of had longer experiences in college than most than Julie did. Or yeah, most and I, had, I, I had a bit of a longer experience. I was a fifth year senior. Boy, not, must, maybe must have been nice. As, not as long as Jack. <laughs> I was gonna say, as, as we would say, must have been nice. <laughs> Rub it in, victory lap. Yeah. Wow, five years? She didn't. Wow. I was seven yeah. years. Well, la dee da, college girl. <laughs> now run home to your shack. I live in a house. Well, la dee da, college girl. La dee da. This is the one crowd I can feel accomplished in. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on two years. Uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Very profound words from the uh, the one and only Julie Sawitzki there. Pretty cool. Pretty fucking cool. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so thank you, Julie, uh, for all of that. Episode 26. Yeah, I'm into fitness. Fitness whole podcast in my mouth. That's a, 
<laughs> maybe the worst title I've ever come up with. <laughs> um, that was, of course, with Jake Schwind and Kodiak. Uh, Kodiak, who got his uh, occasional cameo in by hitting the table with his tail and uh, barking loudly. Uh, I think also maybe that the- dog had some breath. Yo, that dog, yeah, that's a big dog, and that is a dog with some uh, rank to it. Uh, I think that is it. Rank breath is like the term for like stank breath. I'll just say stank breath. Yeah, it's stank. I breath. mean, I would, I would not, I would, I would definitely agree that his that his breath was rank. Yes, and uh, but we, but we, we, we loved talking to Jake, and uh, we loved having Kodiak. Obviously, now one of the things that we Jake is Jake, is, Jake, I'm, I still marvel at his energy levels. He bring, he is contagiously enthusiastic and energetic. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of positive. He's sort of like our version of rock. The Dwayne Johnson on a, on a, yes. on a smaller scale, just constant energy. But, um, if you want to go back and listen to that for fitness tips, I would, we ended the episode with a startling revelation. So the album that the year, obviously everyone listened to the undie awards, um, was Billie Eilish's when we all fall asleep, where do we go? which was backed by the big hit Bad Guy. Now, when Bad Guy first came out, uh, you know, I was digging it. And so I went on YouTube one day to watch the music video. And uh, we made a, a startling revelation about someone else involved in the beginning of the music video. So before we go, you both have agreed with me on this, but the listeners, the, the Billy Eilish? Billy Eilish. Eilish song, okay. uh, Bad Guy. Okay. Great song. I just yesterday watched the music video for the first time. And in that music video, oh, yes. she is talking to someone, and we'll we'll put the clip in on, on the show. But she is talking to someone who doesn't sound a little like me. He sounds like I speak. My Invisalign has <laughs> I have taken out I have my Invisalign. Taken out I was... my Invisalign and this is the album. <laughs> <laughs> And it's exactly like it's, that. It was it was disconcerting. I didn't believe Jack at first. He was like, "Oh, this guy sounds yeah, like me." I was too, like, me too. "I was and like, yeah, sure." David he probably sounds a little bit. I was like, "Have you listened to?" He's like, "No, nah, yeah." I played for him, and David's reaction was, "Oh, wow, wow, <laughs> yes, wow." And so it was so fucking weird because I don't have a celebrity uh, doppelganger. Ganger. I've been told that mine is Fred Armisen. You, okay, I, I can see it's just a teensy bit. If you if you trim your hair, it's Portlandia oh, documentary okay, now. Okay, okay, yes. Okay. Okay. Um, but, I wish, I wish. But now it's weird that I multi have, multi instrumentalist. Oh. The, the thing that weirds me out is that the guy speaking doesn't just have my voice. He also had my inflection on that thing. He had the weird yeah. little hitch in the pause of the speak, and I was like, "What the like, fuck is this?" Like stopped in the middle of a sentence because she started talking. That's that was something that you would yes, do yes. And it was a weird. The laugh was the only thing that was like, "Okay, I, I'm not like in a fucking fancy world." They have different laughs, but I was just. Uh, so yes, we, uh, again, I would go back, it's already in there, but yeah, that freaked everybody out. And and subsequently, everyone I played it for had a similar kind of facial reaction of, what? (laughs) That sounds exactly like you. Uh, for better or worse. Now, I actually, so I, we talked about not having a doppelganger on that. Uh, my friend Katie said that she believes my celebrity doppelganger to be someone named Dan Jeanot from The Bold Type. I looked him up when she said it. I don't believe it. You're welcome at home to Google. Um, I just, I want to throw that out in the ether. Don't think I look like him. But I'm flattered that uh, a handsome TV personality was compared to Jack Selby. So, huh. 
The show's called The Bold Type? Yeah, Dan, and his last name is spelled J-E-A-N-N-O-T-T-E. I don't think I look anything like him. I'm flattered she thought I did. I see it. Is it the eyes? It's the eyes and the jawline. Okay, well, you and know... the brows. Hmm. Well, apparently I look like Dan Janot. So, uh, thank you, Katie, for that suggestion. All right. I would say Janot. Probably, I guess with French, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, so anyway, I guess now we both have celebrity doppelgangers. <laughs> look at us. Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Uh, Good witch. Yeah, I never heard of him until she suggested it. Yeah, he's Canadian. <laughs> he's got to be Canadian with that last name. Episode 27, your body needs water, so drink that shit. You know what the kids love in 2019, David? They love read a book references. <laughs> the, <laughs> read a motherfucking book. book. It's right up there with Short Bus Shorty as an all-time classic. We uh, That was actually the first episode we tried segments. Um, I kind of felt like it was limiting the show by having too many of them, but... News Jabs and Stump the Slob survived to tell the tale. In that episode, we ended up finding out, we we just got on a, not tangent, but we talked about, hey, if America got a new national, because David, your opinion on the U.S. national anthem is? It's old and busted. Yeah, not a good song. Uh, America the Beautiful is a better I mean, song. It's just like, it's not. It's not a great national anthem. It's, 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 a, it's a slow drinking song. Yeah. Like, it's not. I don't know. It doesn't it's, inspire me. Yeah, it's it morose. It's morose. Yeah, I don't. We actually, well, again, we we talked about it recently. We talked about that fairly recently with some certain Canadian folk about how their anthem is just great, and ours is not. But uh, Canadians we, have a great anthem. Uh, they really have a top tier anthem, and it makes ours just look even worse by comparison. So ours is better than God Save the Queen, though. God Save the Queen's great. Now that you think about it, so yeah. Um, in, it's funny though. In this episode, we actually got off on a little segment about what if America got a new national anthem. Let's take a listen. Because the Canadian national anthem is so much better. Than oh the my god! One. Okay, so I was going to save this for our next Q and A episode. Let's just get let's talk about this right now in a yeah. segment that we're going to call "New National Anthem." What should our new national anthem be? Because we both agree the Star Spangled Banner is ass. I've heard people say I've I read somewhere in YouTube. I mean, at comment, least make it an upbeat drinking song. How about uh, I think first of all, America the Beautiful, great song. I think it's a very nice sort of harmonic tone. I think that could be. I read in a YouTube comment that Roll Out by Ludacris could be the national anthem. I'm fully on board for that. Uh, I'm trying. I know Ron Burgundy said that Use Me by Bill Withers. He tried to make it the national anthem. I think that could work. Um. Real American by uh, Hulk Hogan's theme. We are not doing anything related to Hulk Hogan. Uh, that's true. It was a little problematic the last few years. Um, for various... Various, various and sundry various, reasons. Various and sundry uh, Maybe our favorite expression, various and sundry reasons. Um, yeah, it's, I think the bigger problematic thing is less what Hulk Hogan said on the sex tape and more that Hulk Hogan had a sex tape. That, that shit is gross! <laughs> I mean, I think Hulk Hogan's complicity in shutting Gawker down. Oh, I'm okay with that. Actually, that made me admire Hulk Hogan even more. <laughs> I was like, I'm fine with that. I'm not a Deadspin guy, so I was okay with that. Uh, oh, I love me. Deadspin. Uh, it's too cynical for me. Um, yeah, my issue is more that Hulk Hogan, that there was actually a tape of Hulk Hogan having intercourse. And that was, I didn't see it, but uh, well, actually, no. 
Truth be told, I, it was like it was pretty rough. I could barely repeatedly masturbate to it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'll be honest. I've followed David. I've followed David Roth to his other sort of platforms since he's left Deadspin. Episode twenty-eight. Catman. That was the wonderful uh, David. Who did we have as a guest on that show? Uh, John John Nixon, not a crook, Livingston, aka Young Fungus, aka. The Fredericksburg feline himself, aka Dick Lickingstone, aka the PBR Swiller, the Ferment Chiller, uh, uh, the Fernet Chiller. Uh, <laughs> In my mind, I'm saying Fernet Chiller the way um, ODB says Ghostface Killer on the Mystery of Chess Box. That's a That's a really inside hip-hop reference that I'll put in the show, but that's how I'm thinking of it. So anyway, yeah, we had Nick on the show, a wonderful, wonderful guest. He's awesome to talk to. Here's a little backstory. First of all, we recorded that, I think, like five days after episode 27. Secondly, I don't, yes. know, if you remember, I don't know if you remember this, David. The night before, you, me, Bethany, and platonic friend Julie went out into D.C. to grab dinner, and then we went out to bars for a while. Yeah. And we didn't get back till very late. Um, yeah. like in the three for me it was like I didn't I didn't get to bed until well after three I think um, then was I still was I still living over in Van Ness at that point I yeah was. you were living yeah you were living in your old uh, DC place uh, the last the previous DC place and so we dropped you off I went back got home late Nick then came over to my house you and Nick came over to my house at like 9am so you can hear it especially in the beginning of the episode I am we are tired we were just tired but fortunately yeah nick is uh nick is in his own way nick was wired nick nick had had a bunch of coffee nick nick was uh nick was also just game for everything uh as he is often for everything you could you could you could use that to describe nicholas he is he's a character uh here's a little bit of a taste of him and describe your tattoos uh you you know create a visual experience for the listener visual experience uh well, I've got the outline of the state of Virginia. Um, Commonwealth. The Commonwealth of Virginia. Okay, there. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> Ten minutes in, and we're already started. Just Commonwealth. <laughs> we were talking about this last night at dinner. Um, I live a very boring lifestyle, and I'm probably going to outlive everyone, but to the point where it's not going to be fun for or me. Or you're going to die first. Yeah, I'm going to die at 45 being hit by a bus. As David said, I'm going to be wearing my headphones. Not paying attention, and a bus is going to swipe me out in a cruel twist of fate that I will have had no fun. He will, he will, he will, have, he will be leaving the gym. Yeah. Like, leaving from a place where he's bettering himself physically. Wait. Alternate theory, during an episode of this podcast, David will finally say something that actually gives you an aneurysm, and you will drop dead. <laughs> You're also, gonna be the last about- episode of this podcast will be David screaming, Oh my god, oh my god, somebody call help. <laughs> You are a Carolina Panthers fan. This is true. So what we want to know is, can you name all of the players that Tom Brady has thrown a touchdown to in his Super Bowl history? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, fuck. You guys picked this one. Oh, you guys are fucking assholes. Yeah, wait, wait. I have another one. I just wanted, I'm sorry. I hate so much. <laughs> Did you know the leading touchdown reception uh, catcher for the New England Patriots is Mike fucking Vrabel. Mike Vrabel, I did linebacker. not. The the current the center linebacker. 
and current coach of the Tennessee Titans, who, uh, well. Oh, my God. Also, so Nick did send us a congratulatory message. Now, everyone else sent it in a way where I could embed it in the show. Uh, Nick sent it via Instagram. This is the first David's hearing it, so let's listen in. All right, listen up, you cat ass, peach ass, no dick, have an ass, piece of booty in the dick ass. I ain't never had nobody that I've respected less than either of you, and certainly that's the case for David. Cowboy Jack, you've got a certain measure of respect, but your sports knowledge is subpar at best. Subpar at best. Shaq is a piece of trash. Kobe's a piece of trash. Everything you've ever loved is garbage, and I don't think I'll ever respect you for your opinions ever again. That being said, someone needs to keep David in his place, and I think there's no one better to do it than you, so just keep on with the good fight. That was some, uh, that was some real talk there from Nick. <laughs> First of all, a week and a half after he died in a helicopter crash calling Kobe Bryant trash. That's a hot take. <laughs> That's a bold move for anybody. Nick fears, Nick fears no one. Nick fears nothing. no one or nothing. That is... Um, so <laughs> God bless you, Nick. Episode 29, the third Q&A. Q&A 3, I'm Ron Burgundy? We love the Q&As. It's, first of all, it's easy for us because we just crowdsource our material. That's the easiest thing anyone could do. I will say, it's though... It's not like we really come up with our own material as it stands. That's true. Um, not that's Are some of the questions made from us? Perhaps. I'm not... You know, that's none of your business, people out there. But um, I will say for this one... Um, this is not Oscar Mayer. We don't offer tours to how the sausage is made. No. Oh, I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener. But, but that's besides the point. Um, we... Uh, for this one... M-E-Y-E-R. We didn't actually get that many responses to the question, so... It ended up being our shortest episode ever, which at that point I was fine because we'd done like three out of the four last episodes have been guest episodes, which are over an hour. And I was like, you know what? A nice 24 minute episode is just a nice little walk in the park. Um, I think the question, I think the question, I think this is a quick little tidbit from it, but I think this shows a little bit of us. Katie from Charlottesville. Why is it so damn hot? This is a great question. This was asked a couple weeks ago when we were going through that heat wave. It's so damn hot. Milk was a bad choice. Um, because God is punishing us. I was gonna say, that was gonna be my response. God's punishing us for our sinful ways, and we just have to learn to respect that or yep. change our ways. Realistically, that's not happening, so yep. we just have to accept it. I figured also that's probably the rationale behind why it's been so warm in DC during the winter this year. Yes. We can either change 100%. our ways. God is punishing us. Yeah, and you know, for punishing us for what? I don't know. We've done a lot of Me and David specifically, I I, I don't know, but that's that's. Because we haven't kissed, Jack. That's oh true. Well, no, no. Remember, mechanical beer garden. We uh. Yeah, but we haven't kissed again. Ah, true. So we need—is it to offset the first kiss or to truly show our, our the power of love? Yes. Thank you, David. Now, episode thirty, overnight celebrity, featuring the one and only Wellen, uh, big time YouTube star, longtime family friend, just a. A swell guy overall. Most famous person either of us know. Oh, by far. Like, he's legitimate YouTube famous. And and we talked a lot. I would say we gave him... He has him, the plaque on the floor. <laughs> we did talk about that on the show, how he just has plaques he has no use for at this point. Because he's like, oh, I'll get bigger plaques. He didn't actually say that. We just did it for him. But still. That's a really good discussion because... I, I, we said it when we gave him the guest of the year, but... We both know him very well for different reasons, so it leads to good conversation. He's lived an incredibly fascinating life. Um, Absolutely. I highly recommend going back and uh, playing it. And 
he's sort of like Jake, where he just has an infectious positive energy, and it's hard not to hear that when you're around him. The clip from this episode is when we talked about the first video of his that really made it big for him. Did you have one video that just immediately took, I was like kind of the jumping off point for your channel? Yeah, so I had a video called Solo Player Bankruptcy Clan, uploaded it in about mid-February, and it went, it started off slow, uh, and then about a week later it just took off, I don't know why, it just... Maybe got put in recommended feeds. Exactly, well, that, well that's what happened. But it, it was because people were watching it for a high portion of the video, and a video is 18 minutes long or something. So they'd watch, you know, 12 minutes of it. And yeah. So if people are that spending that algorithm. much time, exactly. And so then it just shot it out to all types of everywhere in the YouTube sphere. And so random people were coming in. They were like, I have no idea what's going on, but I'm entertained. I still, I still see those comments in your videos now. Yeah. I have no idea what Rust is, but I exactly. love watching well and play. And so that. Basically, I gained 100k subs in two days, mm. and that went at, at the peak of it. And I was just like, "Bruh!" You realize where was that moment where you go, "Oh, I'm gonna be able to make a comfortable living now off YouTube." Probably that week. Is <laughs> <laughs> it the cash register thing? Yeah, suddenly that check goes from a hundred dollars to a thousand dollars. Congrats, boys! You made it two years. Thanks for having me on the show, and hope you have a good 2020. Psych? No. I I actually kind of feel honored that we got psyched by the one and only Wellen. I uh, you know I appreciate that. Yeah, if you're gonna be psyched, I, I truly. He's he's a he's a he's a man of culture. He he is really a man of culture, and we hope we got that through on the show that he knows a lot about a lot. Even though he's he's not a lorded over you type, he just knows a lot. Uh, he just knows his shit. He does. It's fun. It's a interesting. Good man. Good podcast. Can't say enough good things about him. Um, Hilarious to me still. I know I've already said it, but just like, we just got YouTube plaques just like stirring around his apartment. Right, because... It, it very much felt like um, Caddyshack, where Chevy Chase's characters just got checks for like 10 grand just lying on the floor. He's like, you can have one if you want. You know what's funny? You mentioned that in that episode. <laughs> that was the perfectly apt oh, comparison, God. actually. Episode 31, the Caucasian Keenan Kell, one of the great AKs of all time. I want to say, for the record, I, I forgot Who's to... Who? Um, hmm. That's a great question. I'm probably Kell because I think I'd, I would be less likely to have post-podcast success than you. But, uh... So we'll go with that. I would I would argue other way around. Okay. Well, and you have, I you have other you have you you do all the editing and the producing. And I did used to be fat, so that does make sense. Um, so I want to clarify because this was the episode where we talked about um, we talked about how back that ass up did not get the uh, get the wedding floor. Uh, oh yeah, the dance floor playing at that wedding, and I forgot to mention this when we talked about my sister's wedding, but. Back that, well, it was the edited version. Back that thing up did get played at the wedding. And David, people were up and people were dancing to it. It, True, love wins. Hashtag love wins. Hashtag back that ass up wins. Ultimately. Hashtag Manny Fresh for president. We we try to avoid politics on the show, but I will say this. If I had a vote, and I probably can't vote because of prior convictions, Manny Fresh would be my president. That's just what I'm saying. For the man that's given us so much. This episode was important for another reason. This episode saw the introduction of the one, the only, Old Man David. I have a couple of stories about old people. 
You know how you know. You what? hate to see it. <laughs> you really do. So, David, you are up on the local news. Too. Absolutely. <laughs> so, is this the Cowboy Jack character for David? Nicole? No, but you know what? I'm going to do this when we're talking about old people. All right, so old man David, I have a question for Yes? You. Let's say uh, you live in the Chevy you Chase area. You have pudding. No, pudding might be later. Oh, uh, so, is it banana? No, uh, actually it is. It's banana and chocolate pudding. Oh, and I and I put eight of your pills swirled in in there. Oh, I'm intrigued. <laughs> so <laughs> you were saying? So, oh, thank you. So now you probably being at your age, and I don't I don't mean to me insult you when I say that. Listen here, you whippersnapper. Again, all due respect, I appreciate whatever war you served in. Um, depending on the time. Ah, the posting wars of 2016. <laughs> Local shit posters union for 2069. Oh brother, this guy stinks. So anyway, old man David, we let's say uh, you like your peace and quiet. I'm guessing around your your Chevy Chase area neighborhood. Right? What? I said perhaps you like your um your your peace and quiet around your Chevy Chase neighborhood. You don't need to yell. Yes, oh, understand. Yeah. My apologies, to old man David. We'll get to that story in a little bit. I like unintentional foreshadowing, old man David. I like this. Oh joy! So, <laughs> so you're not with your fellow old person in this. You say there are other ways around this dog problem. Yeah, mostly because fuck it, man. It's just dogs. Now, Mr. Hart, they're having fun. They're running around. That's, that's quite a that's quite a mouth you have, Mr. Hart. You know what, Sonny? What's that, sir? I didn't see the shit I've seen to take lip from a whippersnapper like you who can't even wipe his own ass without tweeting about it. No, that's a fair... You know what? My apologies, Mr. Hart, again. The great, I don't want to insult the greatest generation. Follow me on the gram! Yeah. Oh, you're on the gram, old man David. Absolutely. Oh, uh, you're with the young people. I do like that. A lot you of old people it. are scared of technology, but I like I that. ain't scared. Watch me dab on them. <laughs> Now, uh, Mr. Hart, here's another old person story that I think uh, you might be interested in. Potentially interested okay. in. Okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> Let me find the story. I'm sorry. We're stalling for time because Jack's an unprepared buffoon. <laughs> My God. We've done it. Oh, for God. I've broken him. Okay. So, there's a story. That is, oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't know how people don't find that funny. That to me is the funniest thing we've ever done on this show. <laughs> oh, God, that, uh, that, nothing brings me more joy than that. I know I talked about Cowboy Jack. That is, whew. <laughs> what a time. Uh, now, old man David, uh, temporarily, do you have any congratulatory messages for the two-year anniversary of Underemployed? Well... I got to tell you, when you get to my age, two years really doesn't feel like much. That's true. Uh, now, Miss, uh, now, old man David, I have what could potentially be seen as a hard question, and I just I want to ask it with all respect. Do you envision yourself still being around by the time we get to the third anniversary of the show? Fuck yeah! All right, that's the spirit. Although I'm I'm still a little taken aback by the language, but that's okay. Uh, you've served a lot. So. Listen here, buddy. Oh. I used to know how to swear in like 10 languages. Oh. Ooh. Forgot a lot of it. From serving overseas. You don't use much. You tend to forget. Yeah, it's true. Well, uh, old man David, we really want to thank Three you. Three different versions of Chinese. Oh. Mandarin. Uh, Cantonese. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
you know, I, it sounds like you forgot the third one because of your age. I, yeah, well, you know. Yeah, I understand, Mister. I understand. Might old have man. been Korean. That's. <laughs> I'm guessing it. You served so many wars; they just kind of blend together at some point. I'm guessing, old man David. No comment. Smart. Wait, uh, we we stopped fighting Korea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that war, uh, that actually, that war ended a while ago, uh, old man David. Uh, I believe around uh, what was it? The, the maybe the Richard Nixon administration. We 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 uh, we came out. No, that was Vietnam. Sorry, old man David. Now I'm disrespecting your legacy. Um, anyway. Yeah, you are. All right. Well, move old, along till oh, you. So we stop embarrassing yourself. Old man David, thank you so much for stopping by on the anniversary show. Um, do you have any last words for uh, the people? Take it sleazy, and if it's easy, take it twice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great advice for everybody out there, especially the young kids. All right. Thank you, old man David. All right. Uh, and we're back. Uh, so it sounds like old man David uh, still still in the fighting spirit of things, as he always is. Um, that's just good. You like to see someone at his really advanced age sort of have the, have the spry energy of someone even, gosh, half his age. God, I would still put him at, what, 45? I know that's what's crazy, which is kind of old in of itself. But you know what? The fact that old man David's made it this far is something we should celebrate, not uh, begrudge. You know? No, not at all. We should not begrudge him. We should not begrudge him his success and his pudding. We we definitely should not begrudge him his pudding. Uh, we'll have plenty of pudding for him later. All right, episode thirty-two: Earth, Wind, and Full-Time Employment. Uh, that's one of my favorite titles. This was. The last episode we recorded in person, unfortunately, and uh, I, I, recording on Skype can be a pain in the butt, but that's besides the point. Uh, this was where I had finally accepted uh, my uh, my full-time job, Nothing and me. I'm all this was a very historic moment. I, as I'm recording this, I'm about an hour and 45 minutes away from going to that job before the weekend hits, so uh, I hope you people appreciate the work I put in. Uh, to make the local news happen. And I hope you're paying it back by watching our web stream every day. Right, David? Sure. Okay, David agrees with me, 100%. Anyway, this is some clips from uh, episode 32. We should be calling this the, the shack of episodes, 32. Shack, in my heart, shack is always... 34? Yes. Okay. Shack did wear 32 for the magic and for the uh, for the heat and the suns, but... Uh, and the Cavs, too, didn't he? He wore 33 on the Cavs. And 36 okay. on the Celtics if they retire every number known to mankind. But, uh, They're the Celtics. You know, uh, Shaq to me will always be 34. I also like how I pointed to one Shaq thing when I could have pointed to any number of the Shaq things that are in my room, Again. including the three Shaq jerseys in my closet. Um, but we are here. He's watching. He's always watching. I'd perfectly be okay if Shaq was like the elf on a shelf. <laughs> Shaq on a rack. <laughs> Just 7 one life size. It's, it's gotta be, But it's got to be a life-size. Here we go. Just like, so he's basically just a Christmas tree in the corner all year. <laughs> Shaq's probably heavier than a lot of Christmas trees. <laughs> 380? Yes. <laughs> and listen, again, we're going to keep cursing. We're going to keep doing the show. Listen, like, for example, butthole. See? No bleeps. Nothing. We can curse. Boop. All right, that's, I'm going to bleep that. But that's, that's too far. This garbage podcast has been going on for two years. Wow. Uh, that is, of course, the one and only Brittany Morgan. Thank you for your very kind and encouraging words, Brittany. We greatly appreciate them. Um, my theory is Preach. that my theory is that uh, 
Brittany sent us a very kind-hearted message for last year's one-year anniversary, and subsequently may have felt that that may have given me a confidence boost, and now she has to work with me every day, so I think she now is holding a grudge. So I understand her anger and frustration. I understand her her frustration, but uh, thank you, Brittany. Episode 33, uh, DC Sports, The Good, The Bad, The Dan Snyder. Um, Took a while to get adjusted to going back to Skype, but it's like riding a bike. You sort of remember how to do it. And it's also, you know, I never learned how to ride a bike. And it's funny listening to me. In this episode, I mentioned that my body was okay with my new sleep pattern because it's just been rancid the last, I don't know, gosh, few weeks. uh, Have you gotten into coffee yet? No, because that's not, the problem for me is falling asleep. When I'm up, I'm a ball of energy, which I think is the problem in falling asleep. Um, I just am wired. So... It's funny also, I think I've told you this, maybe not. Me, Brittany, Thomas, none of us drink coffee. And we all work, in my case, the overnight shift, and they come in at 3.30 in the morning. Damn, son. It's really it's really bizarre, actually, that none of us drink coffee. You probably all actually get like eight hours of sleep. Yeah, I, if I could, I would. Um, I can't, but I try to work around. Well, uh, you know what? I don't need any prayers. I know you guys pray for me every episode. I know there's a prayer group on Facebook that prays for me every episode. I do appreciate it. But you don't have to pray for me any more than you normally do for my sleep. I will be okay. Um, and I won't stop. Thank you, David. And this episode, um, we kind of just... We, we talked about uh, Dan Snyder a little bit, uh, which you'll hear in a second. But we also... Um, I'm blanking on the term, but we also, you know you know, mano a mano that with the Nats who were in the middle of the world series at that point. And no, we, uh, I mean, we, 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 we did a direct contract, direct compare and contrast. That's we what was, sort yeah. of matched up. I'd frankly like, we, to, yeah, go ahead. I don't know. I, I was, I was trying to think of another word and I didn't have one. Um, I'm, I frankly, I feel like we kind of willed the Nats world series trophy into existence, David. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, You're welcome. And again, for welcome, I, we, we, we talked about in episode 34, but initially I had different outro music for the show. Um, yeah. Anything Can Happen by St. John, if you're curious. And David said, hey, I have one production note. I think we should end with um, the uh, the Chuck Brown bands, Go Nats. I was like, okay, well, let's do it. Frankly, if that song isn't played on that podcast, I sincerely doubt Howie Kendrick hits that home run off the right field foul pole. I just don't think it happens. Ugh. Doink. What a moment. What a beautiful moment. So, you're welcome, DC sports fans. That's all I have to say. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, now, here we, we... There's a bunch of Dan Snyder stories we went into on the show. And uh, we have a short one here. And then we also... We were talking about, uh, for Stump the Slob, it involved one of the hints I gave, you'll hear. And it involves David being, uh, well, David. My favorite one of those stories with Dan Snyder was, this was probably in the mid-2000s. So he held, he decided to hold Redskins fan, like Fan Appreciation Day. And I think he Mm -hmm. held it in, I think he held it in Ashburn, because that's where the headquarters are located, somewhere around there. And the made fans who came to the event pay $10 to park unadvertised. Yep. What yep. a Dan Snyder move. Fan appreciation day oh. and you make them pay for parking that you didn't even tell them about. You know what? I'll give you a I'll give you a hint, okay? One is okay. my one is my favorite album of all time. Shaq Fu. Oh, so close. <laughs>
Oh, so you were so close, David. I am right. Ultimately, you're we so know. close. Yes. No, it wasn't Shaq's debut rap album or his second debut, his second album, uh, both of which are great. I always appreciate a good Shaq reference. Shaq, who's by the way getting mentioned a lot on this best of, and we're not—I don't think we're done with Shaq references yet. <laughs> oh God, damn it! Uh, you know, can't help it. Uh, no, in fact, it's not. Episode thirty-four, which can be the Shaq of episodes, can't stop the rain. A reference to Shaq's best song ever. Actually, um, that was the outro music. He has Biggie on that song. Biggie never did guest verses outside of like Junior Mafia. So Sha- the fact that Shaquille O'Neal got him says something. We talked about my sister's wedding, which was wonderful, and going to a World Series game, which frankly was a little more wonderful, but I'm biased. Um, And then this episode features a real tit-for-tat. Some would even say a tit-for-tit, where David and I go back and forth, uh, and we have the first ever shack-off on the show. Episode 34, I guess we can can now call this the shack-off episodes. Shaq's true number. Shaq's true livelihood. Shaq's true passion. Shaq's true Hall of Fame. Kung Fu? No, pizza. Um, Shaq is... Car insurance. (laughs) uh, Gold bond. Muscle rubs. Um, Like, like, balms and solves. uh, Rapping. Um, Swimming. Acting. Uh, being a being a the fat cop. Wrestling. Um. Oh God. Um. Well, damn it! You said wrestling. Um. Uh, TV host. TV analyst. Um, uh, game show host. I guess that's the same thing as TV host. Um. Shit! I'm out. DJing. Art collector. We don't real know. estate real estate tycoon. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Well, that was I, a... I am. These are things I am. I, I am. I am aspiring for Shaq. Yes. I'm hoping he completes those things. Uh, and the final one, of course, is telling people how his ass tastes, or asking people how his ass tastes. Yeah, that would. <laughs> I got progressively dumber as it went on. I always really appreciate. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Tremendous. Oh, it's beautiful. One of our best impromptu bits. Yeah, I know. I love stuff like that where you just feel something coming and then uh, you try to remember all the various things Shaq has either done or advertised or, in David's case, aspired to do. Um, hopefully Shaq has become a... Shaq will sell fucking anything. Shaq you know will, what? I appreciate that. I kind of do. He, he, as you would say, a modern capitalist shill and he is, uh, he is taking full advantage. He owns it. it. He absolutely owns it. Man Up, 35, episode 35, which was the second annual Undies Awards. Wanted to record these in person. Didn't quite work out the way we, we timing-wise, but it ended up fine. Um, and I forgot to do Album of the Decade and Man of the Decade, which is why I included the little post-show bit um, so we could talk about it a little bit more. Love the Undie Awards. They're always really fun, really stupid, like really stupid. At the core, they're the dumbest thing we do. Like the Man of the Year Award going to Schoolboy Q is the dumbest joke that we've done. And we both thought of that as the answer at the same <laughs> Again, for a song that came out in 2012, we still do that joke. That's us. Now, one category I hadn't told David about before caught him by surprise. And you'll see why in a little bit. Now, this is one I did not tell David about. 
This is catch of the decade. I think putting catch of the year was a little too narrow. Like you couldn't really find a. You could find some catches, but that's not particularly impressive. So, Josh Gordon. My God. How about his last play in the NFL? How about uh, we talked about it when it happened last year? The Keelan Cole catch for the Jags. Yup. Um, the Odell Beckham Jr. catch, of course, in the end zone against the Giants in 2014 is an all-time great catch. And then a baseball catch this year on the last day of the regular season, the Orioles' Stevie Wilkerson made a catch along the Fenway right field wall where he basically rolls along his hips as he's making the catch. It is really impressive. The winner of Catch of the Decade is, of course, David Hart for getting Bethany Alley. God, I hate you so much. Who saw it coming, but it's almost five years now. Two wonderful people. They found each other. I am, I am going, I, you know, I was going to buy, I was, was going to order you a Christmas present. Now I'm returning it and I'm just mailing you a box of turds. I can literally, I, I could find, I know of a website where I can have gorilla shit mailed to you. I, first of all, I don't want to know what that site is. Probably gorillashit.com. Secondly, uh, that was worth it. <laughs> Come on, David. Everyone's happy for you. We're surprised in a pleasant way. <laughs> David's shaking his head. You're dead. You're <laughs> a dead man. That was what we call just for me. That was just for me. Um, anyway. That was a setup. We, was it a sure was, setup. David. It sure was. Now, I will say this. There is one take that I think David will agree with me. Could have been the hot take of the year. Could have been the hot mm-hmm. take of the decade. It is radio himself, Cuba Gooding Jr., with this take. Somebody suck that baby's dick. Somebody suck that baby's that baby's dick. <laughs> There's no context I need to give you for that clip. There's no context that justifies. I that just clip. have I have so many questions. Is what? is is the baby there? Yeah, the is rapper. The baby there. But it sounds like he's saying is little that baby ba- there. Yeah, but he's saying that baby. <laughs> That's what's alarming. Also, he's I believe in a nightclub. Why are there babies in this nightclub? That seems like really irresponsible parenting. Yeah. Also, why is Cuba Gooding Jr. worried about this baby in that regard? Um, Doesn't he have bigger fish to fry? Doesn't he, you know, have a career to maybe try and salvage? Yes. uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. did not have a very good year overall. (laughs) Like, on a scale of 1 to 10, it was like a negative 3. But... Yeah, pretty bad. This might have topped it. That might have... That might have topped the list of uh, bad things that happened. God, man, that clip that clip is an all-time great. Um, thank you to the Bodega Boys for introducing me to the wonderful world that is that clip. Um, it's there is context to that clip. Um, we alluded, David alluded to it. It's so much funnier without context. It's just so much funnier if it's if there's no context to it. Um, now, David, also, we might end up cutting this out, but I think we might leave this in. I originally had thought of an alternative too for hot take of the decade. Coney 2012. Oh God. That sort of works as a hot Coney 2012 is a hot take of the decade. You know? Yes. Technically. Yeah. I will say this. uh, We both called bullshit when it happened. We were both, and for different reasons and we were both right. And then the guy who made it got caught masturbating in the middle of a San Diego street. It was a crazy story, a weird story, but, uh, 
we pray every day for Joseph Cohen. One of the one of I would I would argue one of those episodes where South Park actually gets it right. The all-time great song, Jacking It in San Diego. <laughs> yeah. All-time great. I will listen to that song just because it's a great song and listen to it. In San Diego. Jacking it, jacking it, jacking it, jacking it. So anyway, that is, an, uh, that is an alternative for Hot Take of the Decade. But thank you to Cuba Gooding Jr. and um, to the gentleman who made Coney 2012. You, you're, you both gave us so much content. Joseph Coney. <laughs> yes, he. I guess he did give, give us Coney 2012 in one way or another. Uh, Joseph, we're praying for you. We hope that you uh, find peace in wherever you're at right now. Whether that's here on Earth or... Free to homie. Free to homie Coney. <laughs> Hashtag free Coney. And finally, uh, episode 36. Uh, remembering Kobe Bryant, or as we say, different animals, same beast. A reference to that all-time great uh, Kobe what system. What does that mean, Kobe, Kobe Bryant? Bryant? You're welcome. <laughs> the fuck is this guy talking about? Um, I... I, I felt kind of scatterbrained. I mean, first of all, if you've listened to me, you know I am very scatterbrained. This episode, I was just sort of all over the place and um, kind of wish I would have gone more in depth. Like, I went to Kobe's last game in D.C. with Michael Wolf, Brian Lubno, and PJ for some reason. And uh, he had 31 and the game winner. And then that later that same year was his last game where he got 60 points on 50 shots because he's, you know, Kobe Bryant. And how those moments really were sort of, even as I was in... They were also just funneling him the ball. Yeah, but who cares? Like in that last game when it was a useless game between the Jazz and the Lakers, it's like, of course we want to funnel Kobe the ball. We're not watching... We're not here to watch Larry Nance Jr. and Jordan Clarkson go off. So, uh, Nope. But uh, it was... Nobody those... gives a shit about Rudy Gobert's offense at that put. So it, it, it was nice to have those moments where I felt like a kid one more time as an adult. And um, that... I, I wish I had mentioned that on the show, but I can mention them now. And they were really just good episodes. And, you know, we recorded that. I mean, we I we recorded that Monday night and we uh, that Monday night and then had it out within a few hours because obviously we weren't going to I wasn't going to put a lot of bullshit around talking about someone's death. But uh, yeah, just uh, that was a very cool episode. Having said that, uh, knowing us. You know, we, we, without being disrespectful about it, we did want to add some levity to it. So there, we had a couple of lighthearted moments even when discussing Kobe. For the record, I was always a Shaq guy. Shaq was my guy. And uh, David, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Shaq and Kobe often uh, tussled a little bit. Really? Yeah. Really? They didn't, they weren't fond of each other. Surprisingly. Yeah. At times, they didn't always get a lot. They weren't always the best of friends. So um, if you they were the best of enemies, though. Oh, <laughs> You know, I, th- this segment will not feature a lot of sound bites, but I think this is an appropriate time, David, correct me if I'm wrong, to put in the famous clip of Shaq uh, rapping in an underground club mere minutes after yes. Kobe lost the th- 2008 NBA Finals. Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. Okay, Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. You know, he is, as we said, not a man who is not without his flaws, mm-hmm. um, both on and off the court, but... Well, I'd argue. I'd argue. I'd argue on the court he was flawless, but continue. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) I had some. I had to get some. I heard. I heard a joke today, but I thought pertinent. You know, I heard Kobe Bryant passed for once. (laughs) Oh, brother! This guy stinks. If you don't, if you're listening out there and don't find that funny, I'm sorry. You got to lighten up a little. That's a great. 
man, I needed to laugh. That was really good. Um, <laughs> well, the old what was the, the old Kobe assist was a, uh, a an offensive yeah, rebound the Bill, on a missed shot. The, the, Bill, the Bill Simmons theory that the Kobe assist was an offensive rebound. Yeah. So, despite what you heard, Nick Livingston, aka Dick Lickingstone, aka Dick Givingston, say earlier, Kobe had some hot moments. So. It was cool to talk about him, and uh, again, we wanted to at least be able to laugh about it. I don't know if you know this, David, but Kobe actually had a guest verse on the official remix of Destiny's Child's Say My Name. I did not know that. Like, yeah, an officially licensed... That was what I used in the Instagram post for the last episode. That was his verse. That was like, yeah, that was Kobe. Rapping. He be rapping. It's uh, Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, Rap, no- rapping? Rap, rapping. Rap, rapidy, rap, rap. With girlfriends, gossiping. Chicks hate on Kobe because he ain't with them. <laughs> Feel me now. Listen how silly you sound. Suspecting a voice in the background. We want to thank you guys for what has been an interesting year for Underemployed. Uh, just in terms of, uh, you know, moving and having to reconfigure the show and all that. But as you just heard, although it's all subjective, we, we had plenty of fun moments along the way. We had some awesome guests this year. They were. And I know David will talk again about people we would like to have on the show. And we, we'll find a way to make that work at some point. And, Absolutely. And uh, we just, I, well, I, I keep saying we, but I just want to thank everybody out there who gives this show a chance. Uh, or who I do as well. Yeah. Especially, those, especially those who download and have gotten into it who aren't necessarily that close to us or might not even, might not, not even know us. Yeah. There, it's you people, and I know I derisively always say you people, but you know it's you people who uh, breathe life, who breathe life into our lungs, um, who are the stilts that help us walk after a crippling car accident. You are the wind beneath our wings. You are you raise us up on eagles' wings. You, yes, you do. Um, fly, eagles, fly. Um, fly like an eagle. Fly like an eagle. Um, I believe I can fly. No, we canceled our Kelly. Scratch that. Anyway, the point being that we... Freebird. 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 Why do birds suddenly appear? Um, Freebird. And we just want to say thank you for everything that you've... Everything that you people have done for us because you people are... Well, no, that's not true. You people are not the reason we do this. We do this to amuse ourselves. But you guys are cool. You we know. appreciate you humoring us. Yeah, it's it's pretty dope. Uh, David, do you have any parting words as we wrap up as we begin year three of Underemployed? Um, in a moment of sincerity, make sure you registered to vote. Mm-hmm. And you know, vote. Vote in the local elections. Vote in the national elections. Just vote. Vote. Vote early. Vote often. Yep. As P. As uh, Puffy would say. Vote or die. Vote or die, motherfucker, motherfucker, vote or die. Anyway, um, so thank thank you to everybody out there. And uh, we are going to leave you with what we left you with last year, a super cut of some of the best lines of the show. And until our next episode, which, as we discussed earlier, might very well be the March Madness mascot melee, we are signing off. Until next
We're coming back at you faster than VD at JMU. 21, 21, 21, 21, I also am not that familiar with his oeuvre. He be. He be. The freshest of princes. Blah, 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 And it's like Chris Benoit. Yeah, he did one bad thing. <laughs> We're going down together on this ship. Yuck, yuck, yuck. That was a ticking time bomb of a disaster. Yeah, I, I regret none of what I said. Oh, you should. Jackson Falvo. Fly to Wonke. Broke 99. Smells like baby powder. Dead, 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 bad. Why are you hating? AKA the White Beatles. Have you ever been to Japan? I have not. We should go. Our shitheadery is just headassery. It's quite a stretch. Bite your tongue. Okay. Fuck you, that's why. It is truly 300 versus a Disney cartoon. I think a tiger can eventually penetrate a gargoyle. That yes. orange has been peeled. Unless you're part of the village people. The godless creature versus a man that fears no god. The bear has no concept of religion. Cool. Says who? Says me. Oh, okay. Either it, way, it, that pirate's sunk. It has no moral compass. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Who needs two kidneys? We just have to accept the way of the eagle. That baby was left on a doorstep. It's for peons and simpletons. It's a bold claim. The illustrious Salmonella. <laughs> I like determined that Jack wasn't worth meeting. Yeet, 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 yeet. How much money exactly did you make last year? Oh, oh she was singing about balls in a club. He's been out of the league for who gives a shit? No, the brand is medium rare. AKA Sattler and Waldorf with the big dick energy. Bow, 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 bow. Nobody's asking, right? No, 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 no. I fell off the stool. Yeah. Damn, I like that. And I feel like that. Any users. Uh, was there an elephant? If it works, hey. If it doesn't, Eh. I'm... I'm not an artistically inclined man. Kawhi apparently loves apples. What's your opinion on five-year-olds being named in lawsuits? Tom Cruise wins by a TKO in the third round. You can't disassociate him with that association. And you're not even that fat. Oh, the Civil War. This is like, nah, son, this is boring. That's a good poll for a show that does not pride itself on intelligence. It's nuclear sperm. Should we start a barbershop quartet for this show? No. In some cultures, means uh, we have to kill you. Yeah. Name five better songs in a training band. I don't even want to fuck him. I just yeah. want him to acknowledge my existence. Yeah. I'm going to him again. But yeah. Aloha to you too. Are kids above laughter now? I love him as a player, but he's fucking insane. Is Waka Flocka Flame an athlete? It's hard to look around this room and not see Shaq. That's just fucked up. AKA the inconsistent voice. Bitch. It's gotta be the Baja man, right? I hope he dies. <laughs> Stuff it up with everything. I don't know if I'm even that good at anything. AKA Pusha J in pure malice. Swag. I, I am trumpet boy. <laughs> I wouldn't in gum in trouble. I love this ego massage. Keep going. Big thick boys. That's crazy. <laughs> on Mars? It's just weird. Skirt. Well, might know us as the uh, Caucasian Keenan and Cal. He's a boring nerd. Weird flex, but okay. Oh. He's nuts, <laughs> you crusty so, old punk. Awesome Malenka. Back, Back that, that ass, ass up. Bumping? Moving? Shaking? There's definitely been a crime committed uh, in space. Uh, Lesbian what? space crime. The devil tried to strike him down in that elevator. AKA the fully employed boys. Uh, Slide on in there, buddy. I described something recently as Lynn's sanity. Yeet. Yeet in the house. Put that thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Sick on 10 cents, you're missing a tooth on 25. Are you saying what Barry Bonds did wasn't art? Jack went to a sex store. And closed mouths don't get fed on this boulevard. I can get with that. Only just a gross worm of a man. Never said that, never will. He's just such a messy bitch. Big wine mob energy. Woo 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 woo. woo. Sue me, vegans. Speaking of beautiful men, well, that's not the best segue. Shooters gotta shoot, baby. Enough about your Joe Flacco disrespect. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You people. You people. Suck it, PJ. Let this be a lesson. I don't know what that lesson is, but let it be a lesson. Heckin' good doggos. Listen to here, you Oh, whoa, whoa. We might have to believe that. I think I'm so big meat you know, deny. First time I heard it was the OC. Yeah, 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 yeah. You caught yourself, baby fellatio. <laughs> yeah, making the monies. God forbid those people are inconvenienced. Yeah. Kazam was robbed. Cockfighting is the sport of kings. We talk that talk.